I'm Lisa Loeb, and you're listening to Have I Got a Story for You, a storytelling podcast from PJ Library. In every episode, PJ Library gives families an update on a classic Jewish folktale or story. And this week, they're tackling the Purim story. You'll hear all about the bravery of Queen Esther and her wise Uncle Mordechai in a version that's easy to listen to with the whole family. After you're done listening, be sure to check out my new album, A Simple Trick to Happiness. Now let's go check on Rita and Al in the studio. looking pretty good, but I think if we just tweak a little bit there. Oh, I mean, this holographic paper is so nice. Ah, I just want to be so shiny, you know? Hmm. And just a little bit more glitter and a feather there. Ooh, one more rhinestone. And I think we are done. Ta-da! Al, what do you think of my mask for the costume parade? Uh, Rita, I hit record a few minutes ago. Uh, your, your mask is great, by the way. Uh, it's just, you know, the story. Oh, right. Well, it's fitting that I just finished my mask and that we're recording today. The day of my friend Esther's big Purim costume extravaganza. Yeah. It is going to be so great. I'm pretty excited about the costume you got me. Uh, who knew they made radioactive flying dinosaur pajamas for grown-ups? Uh, but Rita... Why do you dress up on Purim? So glad you asked, because that is exactly what we're talking about today. Al, and all our friends listening, I'm going to tell you the story of Purim. On this week's very special, very festive episode of Have I Got a Story for You, we'll be talking about Purim. What's Purim, you ask? Well, it's my favorite holiday, tied with Shavuot. On Purim, communities all over the world celebrate the brilliant and courageous Queen Esther, who saved the Jewish people. If you'd like to learn more about Purim, PJ Library offers book lists, videos, activities, and more. They're also the fine folks who make this podcast possible. Check out pjlibrary.org slash Purim. That's P as in party, U R I M as in magic for Purim. Rita, this is my first time celebrating Purim. What do you like about it so much? Hmm. Dressing up in costumes? Staying up late? Bringing treats to friends? Yelling boo whenever someone says Haman? Eating Hamantaschen, especially the apricot kind? And of course, sharing the story of Queen Esther. Well, Rita, if I remember it correctly, though, that story's kind of, um, well, you know, it's like there's these guys and, and the, you know, they're... Oh, you're right, Al. The full version of the Purim story that grown-ups listen to when they hear the Megillah or Book of Esther read out loud isn't exactly kid-friendly. There's some violence and some bullying and, well, some other stuff, too. But there are lots of people who have found ways to share the main themes of the Purim story and the bravery of Esther in ways that work for families. And so that's what we're going to do today. In fact, I'm going to share the story with you the same way that my fabulous Uncle Morty used to tell me. Many years ago, a very long time in fact, before you were born, 
before your parents were born, before my parents were born, there was a place called Shushan. The ruler of Shushan was King Ahashverosh. What's up? Who likes the party? Huh? <laughs> As you can see, King Ahashverosh really loved to have parties. He'd invite everybody all of his best friends and even his not-so-best friends and their not-so-best friends. And he would insist that the Queen Vashti entertain them. Really? Tuesday night karaoke again? <sighs> okay, folks, who signed up to sing Desert Rose? Step right up. I dream of Queen Vashti didn't want to have to always dance and entertain the king's friends. Sometimes she just wanted to read a book or hang out with her own friends. Or sit quietly. Is too much to ask just to sit quietly? I would give my crown for just five minutes of peace and quiet. You are so right. It is nice to just have some downtime once in a while. And just between us, some of King Ahasuerus's friends are just too much, not to mention rude. One day... King Ahasuerus said, If you don't do what I say, you don't get to be queen anymore. Do you think that was the right thing for him to do? But Queen Vashti stood her ground. She told Ahasuerus, Um, no. Good for her, and she moved away. She was much happier. Happy trails to you. But now, Ahasuerus didn't like being a king without a queen. It felt incomplete. So he decided to look for a new queen. He called up his friend, Mordechai. Oh, and this is a really fun part. So every time you hear me say, Mordechai, in the story, I want you to say, what a guy. Can we practice really quick? All right, here I go. Mordechai. What a guy. Mordechai. What a guy. Perfect. So the king called his friend Mordechai. What a guy. Up and asked, how should I find a new queen? The answer is simple. You must have a walk-off and a talent show. Whomever proves that they have the best party-hosting skills and is a truly fierce competitor gets to be the new queen. Competitors from all over Shushan lined up to try to be the new queen. They wore flashy outfits, they did tricks, they danced, they sang, there were even backflips. But no one stood out like Queen Esther did. Instead of a flashy outfit, she wore a simple white costume, and she commanded attention. Basically, Queen Esther slayed the game. That's another way of saying she was the best. Ooh, Esther is fantastic. So Esther got her crown and the title of queen. Everyone was happy, especially her uncle, Mordecai. What a guy! Oh, my little zucchini blossom, you are such a star. Aw, thanks, Uncle Morty. 
So Queen Esther moved into the palace and became the queen. And she was a really good queen, too. Everyone liked her. Well, almost everyone. All right, everyone at home. You've all been doing such a good job whenever I say, Mordecai. What a guy! So here's another way I want you to participate. We're about to meet another character. He is, well, he's the bad guy in this story. His name is Haman. Every time you hear me say his name, I want you to say, Boo! Got it? Boo! Yes, great demonstrating, Al. Thank you. So, where was I? Let's see, Queen Esther was great. Everybody loved her. She slayed the game. Oh, yes. Haman. Good job, good job. Did not like Queen Esther at all. He didn't like a lot of people. He was a bad, bad man, truth be told. The people that Haman disliked most of all were the Jewish people. I don't like anyone different from me. I'm the best. Do you think that's okay to be mean or unkind to people for being different than you? Well, let's see what happens. Lies, 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 yeah. Lies, 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 yeah. Haman kept telling fibs and lies to the king to try to convince him that he didn't like the Jewish people either. He lied and lied, and fibbed and lied. <laughs> like, wow, is is that okay? Is lying okay? Ugh, I mean, not for me. Shame on you, Haman. Boo! So, Haman Boo! convinced the king that it was best to kick all of the Jewish people out of Shushan. I don't know why, but... Suddenly, I want you all to leave. Whoa! Whoa! What? Hey, listeners, Rita here, and I'm just quickly taking a peek at the Purim gift basket, or Mishloch Manot. Our producer just dropped off to us. Chocolate chili hamantaschen? Whoa, Nelly! Now, you may be wondering, what does a gift basket have to do with the story of Purim? It's a very good question. Sending these to family, friends, and people in your community is a mitzvah or a commandment. You see, when you send gifts, you make people happy, therefore spoiling the plans of one nasty, unfriendly guy named Haman. (laughs) Yes, well done. Let's jump back into our story. Now I need to let you all in on a little secret. Are you ready? It's a good one. Lean in because I have to whisper it. Queen Esther is Jewish. She just hasn't told anyone yet. It never came up. So Queen Esther decided to pay a visit to the smartest person she knew, her uncle, Mordecai. What a guy. Esther sat down with Mordecai. What a guy. And told him all about Haman's. Influence and the terrible idea he'd had. Mordechai advised Esther to talk to Ahashverosh and tell him all about herself. Esther, who was always very brave, knew what she had to do. Hey, Your Highness, we need to have a talk. 
I'll be right there. Um, this is kind of an A and B conversation, Heyman. You can see your way out. Esther, how are you? So, you really want to follow through with this whole ask Jews to leave thing? Mm, Heyman says it's what needs to happen. No one come to my parties anymore or want to hang out with me if I don't do it. Well, there's something you need to know. If you really want all of the Jewish people to leave, then I'm going too. Because I'm Jewish, proudly Jewish, and I'm not going to hide that. Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. But, but you're the best. <laughs> we have so much fun together. I don't want you to go. You'll be kicking me out, my Uncle Mordecai, and tons of other great people, just because of who we are. Is that really what you want to do, too? Thanks, Queen Esther, for being so brave and honest with me. You've given me a lot to think about. The king thought and thought. He didn't want to lose Esther. He loved her. He realized that Haman was wrong and that it wasn't okay to hurt or exclude people just for being different. So the king called Haman to his chambers. You wanted to see me? Yeah, so, um, you're fired. What? You're off the list for all future parties. What? And you have to leave Shushan until you can learn to treat people better. What? After Haman left, King Ahasuerus decided to have another party, one where everyone could feel included and would only have to dance if they felt like it. He even included a quiet room for people who just wanted a break from the dancing. And that, everybody is mostly how Queen Esther saved the Jewish people. <sighs> this is nice. It is nice. And that, my friends, is the story of Purim. Wow, Rita, that was pretty great. But you still haven't answered my question. Why do we wear costumes on Purim? Great question, Al. Well, there are a few reasons. I'll explain two of them. First, because much like the miracle of Purim is from Queen Esther revealing herself, people dress up and hide in plain sight on Purim. The second has to do with a really nice Purim tradition of giving to those in need. In the olden days, dressing up in costumes meant that you couldn't tell who the person was asking for help or begging. So for that one day, it protected people's dignity and gave the community a chance to all be equal. Wow. That's deep. And so much more than just let's have fun and wear masks. Hey, Rita, where can I learn more about Purim again? We'll be sharing some of our favorite Purim books and activity ideas on gotastorypodcast.com. You can also visit pjlibrary.org for tons and tons of Purim resources. Plus, you can sign up to get free books delivered to your home, too. Free? Really? Really, Al. Now let's wrap up and head on out to that Purim party. <laughs> I want to shake a tail feather. Thanks for listening, everybody. We can't wait to hear all about your Purim celebrations. You can send us a voice memo or even email us a photo of your costumes at gotastorypodcast.com. And don't forget, after you finish your hamantashen tonight, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hag Sameach, everybody! There are so many wonderful lessons for children in the Purim story. Standing up for others and what you believe in. Being brave. 
being proud of who you are. If you're interested in more resources to help your family get ready for Purim, visit pjlibrary.org forward slash Purim. Hi, this is Lisa Loeb. I love telling and sharing stories, especially through my music. Do you have a story to share? Be sure to visit godwithstorypodcast.com. You can leave a voicemail and share a story about a favorite memory, a surprise visit, your favorite book, anything. You might even hear yourself on an upcoming episode of this podcast.